Welcome to A Safe Place, a podcast where we discuss school gun violence and how to keep kids safe in schools. I am your host, Louis Aponte. I am the author of the upcoming books, A Safe Place, Imagining Schools Without Gun Violence, and the Ultimate U.S. School Shooting Reference Guide. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm honored to have you here with me because I know that you have so many choices to choose from in the podcast universe. Now, today is episode number eight, and as you're most likely aware, uh, on March 27th, 2023, a 28-year-old shooter drove to the Covenant School, which is a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, and was shot dead by police, but not before killing three children and adults on campus. Now, uh, I'm going to put this disclaimer out there um, because it might be important. The following opinions are my own. They're based upon my extensive research and do not represent the opinions of any other organization or institution. So now that I have that out of the way... Several news outlets and politicians have only speculated why the former Covenant student may have committed this violent act, but there seems to be a disproportionate and misguided focus on the fact that the shooter uh, on the shooter's transgender identity, instead of focusing on how he legally came into possession of an AR-15 military-style rifle, a nine-millimeter nine Celtic pistol, and a nine-millimeter Smith and Wesson handgun. And I've, um, if I remember the reports correctly. Even the parents didn't realize that the shooter had that many guns. So this information was courtesy of the Metro Nashville Police Chief John Drake. Two of these firearms used in the Covenant Christian School shooting were equipped with 30-round magazines. Now, as a ethical vegan for the past 22 years who cares about animals, I don't personally hunt helpless unarmed creatures, but I am under the impression that if you need a 30, 40, or 60-round magazine to kill an unarmed deer or bird, then you're probably the worst hunter on the planet. Now, I, I, I support the constitutional right you know, to bear arms for self-defense, law enforcement, and for our military. However, it is also my position that if animals are being shot, they should be shot with a camera, not with a rifle. But I digress because I know it's a completely separate argument. Now, on June 23rd last year, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops sent a letter to Congress offering their full support of the Safer Communities Act. Now, this included support for a total ban on assault weapons, a ban on bump stocks, limitations on civilian access to high-capacity weapons and ammunition magazines, and a more appropriate minimum age for gun ownership. I think that's reasonable. Some people might disagree. Now, for those that justify their need for an AR-15 based on the looming zombie apocalypse, I kid you not, there's an actual community that feels this way. I feel personally that a rational adult needs to sit down with you and explain to you that the hyper-realistic video games, streaming shows, and movies are not real. <laughs> I, I can't believe I actually have to say that, but yes, no. I mean, they're amazing. I'm sure they're they're fun to watch. I personally don't like having those kind of nightmares at night, but they're not real, okay? It's not the government stealing your information. You are most likely the victim of a targeted marketing, targeted marketing rather, based on the data that you freely share online, okay? Some people receive zombies and guns on their social media feeds. I receive cat videos, taekwondo videos, and anything with a hashtag bookstagram. Doesn't mean that I'm better than you, not at all. It's just simply to illustrate that your search habits generate an algorithm to keep you sucked in to waste more time on social media. I personally, this morning, I think I must have wasted almost an hour on YouTube and I don't feel like my life has been enhanced at all. Not to say that you can't learn things on YouTube. You can, but 
wow, they, their algorithm is crazy. So in my research of 1,204 school shootings from 1990 to 2020, there's only been one, one, one other documented school shooter that identified as transgender. That person's name is Devon Erickson at the STEM School Highlands Ranch on May 7th, 2019. And now I feel that I must apologize to author Dave Collin, of, uh, who wrote Parkland and Columbine, because he purposely does not like to identify the names of the school shooters. But I feel that it was necessary so that everything that I say can actually be verified. Okay, I, I don't like it when public figures make crazy claims and don't provide proof that people can verify. And by the time they the the you know they are fact checked, people have moved on because that's how fast the news cycle goes. Okay, so the overwhelming predominant makeup of most school shooters have been cisgender males. Okay, if you don't know what that means, totally be forgiven because that's not part of regular uh, vernacular. But cisgender means that you still identify with the gender that you were assigned at birth. That's it. Okay, so instead of some poli some politicians with large social media platforms prefer that you pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And if this sounds familiar, it's because they are the great powerful wizards of Oz. Do not question or arouse the wrath of the great and powerful wizards of Oz who are you shocking theatrics, as well as fantastical and baseless claims to protect you from the boogeyman that does not exist just like the zombie apocalypse. I believe I actually have to say that, but Yes. So for those that are interested in verifiable facts back at home in the real world, because there's no place like home, <laughs> members of the LGBTQ community are nearly four times, four times more likely to be victims of violent crime than those outside of such communities, according to a recent study published on Science Advances, a multidisciplinary journal in 2020. Alternatively, dangerous misinformation campaigns and transphobic rhetoric from public figures like Donald Trump Jr. and U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene intentionally deflect from the real causes of gun violence by attacking and falsely labeling transgender people as dangerous and terrorists. This is the exact same tactic they use to label gun violence survivors in Parkland by calling them crisis actors. So, for example, this was a, um, a recent tweet from Donald Trump Jr., Given the incredible rise of trans slash non-binary mass shooters in the last few years, dot, 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 and I apologize for the really bad grammar that he uses, by far the largest group committing as a percentage of population, dot, 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 maybe rather than talking about guns, we should be talking about lunatics pushing their gender affirming bullshit on our kids. I apologize for the language. I'm just trying to be accurate. This was uh, posted by Donald Trump's, uh, on his, uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, Twitter account on March 27th, 2023. On Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's official Twitter account, uh, government uh, Twitter account, she posts, how much hormones like testosterone and medications for mental illness was the transgender Nashville school shooter taking? Everyone can stop blaming guns now. That was posted on March 27th, 2023. I posted link to, links to all of these so you can confirm this for yourself. And on Marjorie Taylor Greene's personal Twitter account, she writes, in the wake of a transgender shooter targeting a Christian school and murdering kids, every American should know that the threat of Antifa-driven trans terrorism 
every American should know the threat of Antifa-driven trans terrorism. Where did Antifa come from? You notice that like they, when they make these crazy claims, they never actually provide any proof. Like, how did Antifa suddenly get thrown into it? They just like find random names. I mean, I'm surprised not blaming Hillary Clinton. Twitter should not whitewash the incident of politically motivated violence. In light of these bigoted social media posts, please indulge me um, and allow me to place this in Christian biblical terms. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. That comes from the book of Luke. Uh, that would be chapter 6, verses 41 through 42, NIV translation. Thank you, Bobby. I remember all <laughs> I remember all of my Sunday school teachings. Whenever headlines or politicians focus on unusual elements of a shooting, such as the shooter being transgender, and by the way, out of 1,204 school shootings, there was only two cases, let me just remind you, two cases of 1,200 in 1,204 school shootings, or 0.001% or they subscribe to the Islamic faith. Also only two cases in 1,204 school shootings or 0.001% or they're a foreign citizen, 15 cases or 0.01% or was diagnosed with a mental illness. You see that one get thrown around a lot, right? Uh, there was at least 53 cases where the person was diagnosed with a mental illness out of 1,204 or 0.04% is because these are extremely rare and unusual circumstances. It is a what they call, the Bible calls a speck of sawdust compared to the wooden plank that is lodged in the eyes of our American gun culture. Now, if we are ever, ever to keep kids safe in schools, we need to be able to identify consistent patterns, aka the plank, within historical school shootings before creating laws and divisive rhetoric that do little or nothing to prevent the next act of gun violence in your local school. Just like in The Wizard of Oz, it's time to click our heels together and wake up from this nightmare. As with any political source of fake news, it is always important to consider the source. Okay, oh, just let, me, let, me, let me emphasize that. You know, anytime you, you hear any crazy rhetoric, you need to consider the source. Where is it coming from? And to independently determine if the claims are be, are, that are being made are credible. Okay, I, I recommend that you always demand any person, any person, I don't care what political party they're a part of, any person or institution that makes outlandish or questionable claims to provide verifiable proof. Okay, and like in all my blogs and everything, I'm always including like like links to where I'm finding this information. So you can check for it for yourself. I'm not, not just pulling it out of the air. You know, check a variety of credible news sources, peer-reviewed journals, university studies, law enforcement reports, court documents, etc. Don't let these public figures and politicians off the hook whenever they don't tell the truth. You know, when, when you place your faith in that person by electing them to office, what they say and do matters. Truth matters, okay? If you don't know where to begin, you know, uh, looking for, for verifiable information or, or credible information, rather, and you need help locating credible sources, ask your local public, public librarian. <laughs> you know, many, many public libraries have an online platform. You can ask your questions live via text, 
chat, or even email. Uh, it might be called something along the lines of ask your library or ask your librarian. Um, but you know, I've I've personally answered hundreds of questions on these online platforms, and I enjoy doing it. It gives us a good challenge. You know, as you can plainly see, you know, we love a good research challenge. You know, we can do so much more than recommend a good book or direct you to the local bathroom. <sighs> <laughs> no animosity whatsoever. Challenge us, please. You know, we don't mind helping you reset your email password for the upteenth time or to, you know, print your Amazon shipping label wirelessly from your cell phone. Totally fine. But, you know, it is, this is our lane. That's, you know, information literacy is our passion. Okay, this is our lane, as as the NRA loves to say, when whenever doctors say that you know they want to find some uh, research-based solutions when they're trying to save the li- you know lives of, of victims of gun violence. You know, this is why I have published twelve technology-based eBooks with several more on the way to help empower people, as many people as possible, <laughs> on your jobs, schools, your side gigs, and just your daily lives. I know, I know, I know, I know. This is a shameless plug, but you know, I needed to illustrate that. Uh, you know. Librarians, we bring so much value to the community, you know, as information specialists. This is what we do. You know, the president of the United States, Congress, universities, news agencies, law firms, medical community, museums, art galleries, historians, the military, and even U.S. intelligence organizations depend on librarians every single day for dependable sources of information. Let us serve your unbiased information needs as well. Now, on a side note, I found a recent article from the Daily Mail titled, Female School Shooter in Nashville is Just the Fifth in History. Fifth, as in one, two, three, four, five. Really? There's only been five school shooters that were female? Um, (laughs) You know, as I mentioned in my article in the peer-reviewed journal Education, part of the problem with these types of underrepresentative conclusions are the result of how a school shooting is defined. Okay, many news reports and government institutions may only include active shooters. Now, the FBI, they define an active shooter as an individual actively engaged in killing or attempting to kill people in a populated area. And news reports often do not include targeted shootings, suicides, accidental shootings, drive-by shootings, stray bullets, or shootings that occurred at colleges, universities, trade schools, or school-sponsored events, such as your local football, you know, high school football game, or or basketball game, or even a school dance. Okay, if I was a parent, I I am not, I only own a cat. Um, If I was a parent, I'd be, I'm pretty confident that one of my main concerns would be the safety of my child, particularly in their school. You know, I would want to know any time that someone has been hurt or killed from the discharge of a gun at my kid's school. It doesn't matter if the school was uh, the school shooting was an accident or if it was on purpose, if it was an active shooting, or if it was a suicide. Okay, parents should be informed any time their child was exposed to potential danger, danger and what will be done to prevent another shooting from happening again. Period. Although cisgender males are far more likely to be the culprit in a school shooting, females are just as capable albeit less likely, of attacking another person and or committing suicide with a firearm on a school campus. Now, for your convenience, in my blog, I included a list of at least 51 incidents where the suspect was born female. I hope you find this information helpful the next time the Wizards of Oz try to distract you with specks of sawdust. If you feel that identifying patterns in every school shooting is important to prevent the next Violent Act. Let me say that again. If you feel that identifying patterns in every school shooting is important to prevent the next violent act of school shootings, please sign and share this petition 
uh, that, I, that I created on change.org forward slash one cent tax. tax. Let me say that again, change.org forward slash one cent tax, no spaces between the words, to create a comprehensive, independent, nonpartisan scholarly study to prevent future acts of gun violence in schools. And your support is always greatly appreciated. And together we can transform schools into a safe place for children and educators without politics. I know it sounds impossible, but it's possible. I, I feel that it is. You know, this is about Americans coming together to save lives. We are one nation. 